Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. What is with Brazil? Kunal, what is with Brazil? Racing just comes alive. I mean, those cars... I, I don't think I've seen so much overtaking in any of the other races, so much unpredictability like in Brazil. It's just fantabulous, that venue. It was fantabulous. I have not even seen so much of display of emotions at a Formula 1 race. Yes, what a Formula 1 race. Yes, the withdrawal symptoms are sinking in. Yes, it is becoming a little difficult to understand that Formula 1 for this year is over. But yes, it is over. It is the truth. It's not over for Inside Line F1 podcast over here. Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor get together to cut down the anatomy and the post-mortem of the Brazilian Grand Prix from Circuit Interlagos. Kunal, you had to do this. So you had to curse the circuit and talk about <laughs> Senna, S's and the rivers flowing through them. You had to do this. You had to spit there. <laughs> Well, yes, our love for the Senna S's and standing water uh-huh. is probably the reason why Q3 was delayed. Okay, and this is where I really missed Herman Tilke Rishi. Why Herman Tilke? Because, you know, his circuits may not be the best designs. Worst. <laughs> but they surely have the best drainage facilities. I will give that to Mr. Herman Tilke. Yes, this is a classic track. Uh, uh, but, but look at that, you know, in Q3, there was just once that we saw the wet wet completely wet tyres, the, the monsoon rain tyres, which which push 60 litres of water per second come out. Yes, you know, and I really wish we'd have seen more of the Pirelli wets being used. Uh-huh. Okay, because up until now, mm. we've gone from dry to using intermediates to having a red flag. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know why does Pirelli bring the wet weather tyres. True that. A lot of uh, companies will uh, come back with an argument to that. But I am really happy about uh, the practice sessions going haywire because we got to see some great racing and, and st- clueless strategy and stuff. I wrote about this on my blog uh-huh. and we had teams actually react to tyre strategies rather than act which I think was brilliant. We should just ban the, the whole practice sessions and should just be just racing just come race go. Yes and you know who will still win? Uh, let me guess guy whose name starts with V <laughs> with an E give me a T T E L very well driven very well driven this, this season actually belongs to him the 13 races Oh God, very well done. Uh, I mean, this guy is getting close to Schumacher, if not as good as him. Absolutely. But I can tell you that this whole talk of Fernando Alonso being the complete driver. Okay. I think in 2013, I would probably give that mantle to Sebastian Vettel. I seriously and honestly believe he's slightly better than Fernando because he's just as complete as Michael was. And when you're just as complete as that, you just go so much better than the other. Then you start looking like the villain in spite of being the hero. Absolutely. And you know what? He's won something that Michael Schumacher probably hasn't won. And no, I haven't done my research this time. (laughs) Uh, Yes, he's equal the record. One record he broke, one record he equal he's getting there and he's right now the best but you know his love for the pole position I mean any condition any car you just give it to him and he puts it you and I and the listeners of the Inside Line Formula 1 podcast should Mm. actually gift him a pole to keep in his house (laughs) imagine him dancing around (laughs) not a good sight but wait 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 wait, Rishi wait couple of podcasts back you and I had predicted that Sebastian Vettel would become the 2013 Constructors Champion as well and he's done that 
absolutely this is the one thing that i don't do not believe michael schumacher has won in his career yes because during his time 10 points were the maximum you got <laughs> and yes sebastian vettel has a few more points but very well driven to actually become the constructors champion all by himself and no points from mark weber required that's why red bull said thank you mark weber yes and minus mark weber the paddock is going to look a little empty a little incomplete but uh, a great career great guy a uh, very good bloke very committed was put up against the best of the racers came out shining in quite a few occasions absolutely and you know what let's remember this that he is not retired from motorsport he's just changed jobs but you know masa's send off actually look like a send off like he's never going to come back to the paddock <laughs> the whole guard of honor and stuff absolutely you know in fact uh, uh, you know in the end he also got extremely emotional i think he tried to do donuts uh-huh. but he couldn't do his donuts <laughs> but nevertheless he did charm the brazilian crowds and you and me as well rishi yeah but his penalty do you think it was fair because you know uh, there's a lot of argument around that well it it You know let me put it this way the FIA had made their stance extremely clear during the practice session so it's not that the drivers didn't know of it correct okay so while i do f- my heart does go out to him because it was his last race for ferrari and alonso said that he would move over to get mass onto the podium mm-hmm. okay but i i somewhere believe the FIA was being extremely neutral out there they were neutral but you know if they have to be consistent they have to be consistent like for example i remember the second last corner in 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 the circuit of the americas where drivers literally put all four wheels off track and on chicane and do gain an advantage of performance over there but all everybody was doing it there fi was sleeping what well, is she i'll take your word for it i have no <laughs> recollection <laughs> okay my word is the word uh, but uh, a bow down for the vh as well and uh, what a great era of vh has been it's you know when formula 1 is slowly and consistently moving towards a real road thing and v8 was an intermediate part of that you know i think it was a brilliant era mm-hmm. okay i'm really concerned if i may use the word mm-hmm. to know if the v6s next year the turbo v6s next year mm-hmm. will actually sound ferocious but you know there's a very startling fact rishi that i'd like to share please that renault has been the most successful manufacturer in the 2.4 V8 engine era. Imagine a road car production company beating the sports car teams of the world that actually make V8s for a living. Woohoo! Well done. Well done. Well done. Last last days for for Cosworth engines as well. Uh won't be seeing them next year. Uh you know what the teams did is uh, after they came back to the paddock they all uh, blew out their V8 engines. And did you hear the first one? It was quite cool. Well I heard a few I saw a lot of pictures but I really curse the FOM for not putting this up on television. <laughs> Actually they did. They did one. Really? Yeah, Roman Grosjean's engine. <laughs> 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 But you know what that actually was a case of the Lotus Formula 1 team taking sponsor activation to another level altogether. <laughs> Burn is what happened to Roman Grosjean's engine. That's <laughs> one of their sponsors. Yes. That's a good sponsor joke my friend. Okay. I, I don't know what they did with the sponsors but I know they absolutely re- went wrong with the Heki David David Balseki thing because Kovalainen not uh scoring for lotus in the last two races of course it's difficult to just come into a car and start scoring but he's an experienced guy if david would have not done that the reserve driver would still be okay but heki not scoring is just not okay well yes and no and you know i really wish and i probably think lotus also believes in hindsight mm-hmm. that they should have given the young talent a chance over the experienced pilot talking of experience and race winning experience man called maldonado blamed his team sabotage and now suddenly gunning for a lotus seat lot of money backing up everybody says that his lotus deal is done 
uh how and where do you place him in this whole deal because you know it's it's a little difficult it's a little itchy so my placement is very simple he's there because of the money correct is reportedly 40 million us dollars Ooh. from pdvsa ah. okay we need a little few to just spruce up our uh, studio and probably and do a video wardrobe, podcast new <laughs> i want tuxedos <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay and um, it's going to be a little unfortunate if he takes a seat in a car and blocks actual talent coming in but given the entire global scenario in formula 1 mm-hmm. it's not really unheard of rishi uh, it's not unheard of it's not even considered unfair these days but you know he's turned around and said and i and i actually read the tweet where he said if i was in in a red bull i would be champion woohoo everybody retweeted just uh, while retweeting they they added a ha 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 before that <laughs> or did or did people say minus 1 or minus n <laughs> before the retweets but yesterday sticking to the race driver of the day i would say jensen button i would say the same yes and sergio came very close uh what do you think of the sara force india f1s because you know you don't know the driver lineup next year uh i believe adrian sutil's comeback has been sort of successful in its own way yes like he tweeted just a couple of hours back it's been his comeback season a few ups and downs as well uh-huh. and uh i think i think the team's run extremely well and kudos to them finishing 6th in the world championship uh-huh. somebody who finished almost last or next to last was marushia beating uh the likes of Caterham and and 10 million added to the kitty which is a lot of money for a team like that but max shilton actually getting classified and finishing every race i don't know if he should re- i don't know if he should really applaud to that uh-huh. okay because he's been a couple of seconds off pretty much almost every lap so by the time he's five laps into the race he's racing all by himself who's he going to crash into the air <laughs> <laughs> well he avoided the barriers rishi woo so he's better than maldonado the last driver who actually came close to this record in the debut year was kimi raikkonen was it yes yes and he My got God. into the backside of uh, john alesi little somebody can wiki that and prove <laughs> this man wrong i'd love to see that <laughs> not happening this time team of the weekend in brazil was i would say mclaren okay both their cars started really low outside top 10 types yeah, one of the drivers had a penalty uh-huh. but they really had the pace and uh you know i i think they did a fantastic job both cars i think have jumped minimum 10 places in the race which i think is brilliant which i think is brilliant but uh, just coming back to the point that everybody is talking about i know we're going to discuss driver lineups in great detail in the next podcast but sergio bowing out you think he deserved another year i would say so rishi and i really think he needs another chance as well yeah mclaren also becoming the most successful team this year not because of points not because of the kudos they got on track but because of the fact that all their cars i mean both their cars got classified every single race this season which means they minimum did 90% of the race and that is a record in its own way yes the statistics say 99.17 percentage of all all laps in the race some something of that sort which i think is extremely amazing Kunal, hats off and man. Ooh. And their next year's uh, team principal could be the man that I'm going to be discussing now. Ross Brown could be moving over to McLaren. The biggest rumor in the paddock, bigger than most of the driver jumps and pumps. Absolutely, there's rumor he's going to go to McLaren Honda. Mm-hmm. There's rumor, and Stefano Domenicali has said that he would step aside to get Ross Brown back in the Ferrari fold. Okay so I would really love to see if Mercedes is able to hold on to him <laughs> because they he has managed to get their cars up to P2 this season which is great which I think is brilliant they beat Ferrari and I think that's that's really amazing and and the best thing about Lewis is when he came to Mercedes and he didn't know what kind of a car would be McLaren hasn't won this year and he did actually manage to sneak in the Hungarian Grand Prix absolutely and I really now want to see where 
Ross Brown grows because Rishi, you know, one thing I would really like to see again uh-huh. is an Adrian Newey versus a Ross Brown championship battle. I am dying to see a typical McLaren versus Ferrari next year. There's a lot of time before next year. There's a lot of podcasts coming in. There's a lot of detail to be discussed. How the cars next years are going to be looking. What the driver lineup is going to be. By the time this podcast is up, we may have missed a couple of announcements here and there. But in the next podcast, you will get a lot more of F1, even if F1 is not around. With the Inside Line F1 podcast, Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor take a final bow out. You can actually follow us on Twitter. We seldom don't end up uh, uh, saying this but it's at the rate RJ Rishi Kapoor and at the rate Kunal Esha that's the address you need to know 15 minutes could save you 15% or more is that Shakespeare? nope it's Geico Uh, yeah 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works oh it be not for awakening nay give it thou the berries for 15 minutes could save you 15% or more no, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.